Good morning. I'm Dan Wilt, and this is your wake up call. Wake up, O sleeper, and rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Let's enter into our meeting with Jesus with this prayer of consecration. Jesus, have mercy as I move through this day. You in me, and I in you. In the times of peace the hours may bring, in the seasons of wilderness that make me strong, in the freedom of surrender before your cross, in the power of the resurrection that makes me whole. Jesus, have mercy as I move through this day. You in me, and I in you. In your name I come. Amen. Our reading for today is entitled, Into the Wilderness. And our scripture passage is from Luke 4, verse 1. Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, left the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. Consider this. Into the solitary place, we must walk with Jesus to learn the art of intimacy with God. The Spirit led Jesus into the wilderness, sometimes translated the desert. For many, the word desert sounds hot, difficult, deadly, and destructive. We think of deserts as having sand dunes, scorching heat, and the worst part, no people, food, water, or corner stores. But in the biblical narrative, the words desert and wilderness are reflecting into Israel's 40-year journey in the wilderness, wandering in covenant struggle with the God who brought them up out of Egypt. The desert, the wilderness, was to be a place of purification, of reorientation, of ongoing discovery of Israel's true name and vocation. And they failed time and time again as a people. In the wild, God can get at us. Without the din and noise and activity and relationships and social media creating enough noise that we can't hear him speak or what he has to say. The wild is not a punishment. The wild is a gift. Author John Mark Comer puts it this way. Desert here doesn't necessarily mean sand and heat. The Greek word is eremos, and it has a wide array of meanings. It can be translated desert, deserted place, desolate place, solitary place, lonely place, quiet place, my personal favorite, wilderness. There are stories, lots of them, in all four Gospels about Jesus' relationship to the Eremos, but this is that first story. Jesus loved the Eremos. Some of his most important work was done there. We see Jesus get up early to go into the quiet spaces. We see him looked for and not found 
because he is in a solitary place and no one is with him. We see him invite his disciples into deserted places. We see Jesus choose early mornings and late nights to find alone time before the Father. And there in the wild, he reorients to his name and vocation time and time again. The wild is a gift to you and me. The pressures may be high in that place or the pressures may be low. Either way, we need a place to stop, to think, to fast, to pray, to worship, and to confront the voice that has our worst in mind. If we don't find the sacred place in the wild daily, the quiet, isolated, and present with God place, we will lose our way in the tame, the busy, the familiar, and the populated places. The Spirit led Jesus into the wilderness to set the tone for how he was to find his strength and solace to do the ministry ahead of him. You and I must find our wild, our place of meeting, so we too can orient daily, weekly, monthly, and yearly during our own disorienting lives. Consider your wild place, where God can get you alone and you can hear his voice, reminding you of what is true, right, pure, lovely, and core to who you are. We won't find that kind of holy hearing happening in front of a Netflix series. We will find it in the place of being alone before God. The Prayer Lord of the wild, there are seasons in our lives that our idea of a bad time is being alone. We fear the loss of input, encouragement, resources, and even food and drink. But we recognize that you must be found in the quiet place so the noise can settle and reveal its true source, you or the enemy. We look forward to finding our quiet place together. In Jesus' name, amen. The question, do you have a daily or weekly quiet place where you can get before God and hear his voice? Have you set up a personal retreat by yourself or with a group? We can hear God at times with others this year. If not, would that be a good thing to do for your spiritual health? For The Awakening, I'm Dan Will. We hope that today's entry challenged and encouraged you. And thanks for listening to The Wake Up Call, powered by Seedbed. Be sure to share this with a friend, leave us a rating, and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. Find out more and join the movement by visiting our website at seedbed.com slash wakeupcall.